ladies and gentlemen. Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. And while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely brilliant. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Here comes the ready and now. Listen to the crowd roar. The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The soundtrack to your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars returned to the starting lineup. And here we go. The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. Oh, Saturday, 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 Saturday. on, welcome. So welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Well, good morning. This has to be the biggest Sydney sporting day since the first lockdown. You've got the races, George Main Stakes Day. Million dollars. You've got the Swans and Collingwood, not a seat to spare, 45,000 at the cricket ground. Can't wait. Allianz Stadium, sold out yesterday and the day before, Cronulla and South Sydney, 40,000 there. All yeah. in the same precinct, and if you've got one of the 12 car spots, congratulations. <laughs> Good morning, and what a day it is, and what a day. And hello to all you Parramatta fans, oh, breakfast will taste so good this morning. You're back. And for the seven Geelong fans in Sydney. I, you know what I did see, Richard? A Collingwood fan clearly has driven up from Melbourne. Do you know how I know? Firstly, scarf out of the car. Yeah. Right. Typical Was the car giveaway. registered? But also, worse, <laughs> they decided to park at World Square. <laughs> the most expensive car park in it. They don't know. They're not yes, from Sydney. I'm they telling don't you, have a clue. I'm telling you, they won't pay. Of course they don't. They'll, 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 they'll tell about one of us. Yeah. But you know, so many Collingwood supporters have come up for this. Really? Um, yeah, the, That's almost pollution. You know, but what they a lot, lot of them have done, they've they caught the a bus from 5 a.m. this morning, got on the bus and come bus. up. But the, you know what they've also done? Got a train up as well. Yeah. So a lot of them, because the, um, Qantas and whoever else put the airfares up. I'll tell you what I saw, Candice, sorry to cut in on you, mm. but last night when it was obvious Parramatta were going to win, yeah. kept an eye, I'm trying to call the game, on the airfares to Townsville next week. Uh, when I got on the first half, it was in the 500s, right, to get from Sydney to Townsville on the Thursday. Don't even bother trying for Friday. On the Thursday, by the time we finished, I think it had got to a thousand bucks. I'm outraged. Or eight fifty on Virgin. Wow. It was. It I was, can't stand that. I, I've got a real issue with that. Oh. I hate it. I hate it. What? The consumer watchdog has got to come out here and and just. You're calling gouging, aren't you? Yeah, I don't like it. Well, their argument is, and it's a dud argument, oh, the cheap seats are gone. Sorry, uh, your, now, now we're into the regularly priced. Yeah. But oh, are they regularly priced? Yeah, 1600 has returned. Yeah. So anyway, um, we're going to talk Parramatta after this. Jude Bolton is going to come into the studio from uh, the rush hour. He's going to join us at 11. So we've got it all covered. Candice's quiz. Uh, Geelong made it through last night and plenty of other sport. The Wallabies. The Wallabies. Oh, my God. Man. <laughs> I, you know, I never feel sorry for the Wallabies, oh, but I have to today. Uh, uh, Triple really Dead Set Legends. It's a big one here on this beautiful Sydney Saturday morning. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Uh, here's one, uh, if you're out in the east at the moment, the Nitro World Games team are currently down at the show ring entertainment quarter in Moore Park. For a free-to-attend fan day, oh, hello, as they tra- attempt a triple-hit stunt. Oh, geez, you've got to be careful saying that. So they're attempting a triple-hit <laughs> stunt. It is on until 3 p.m. They've done this beautifully, the Nitro people, so you can park there. 
This is just before the swans. You have something to eat. Uh, exactly. It's on until 3 p.m. Go to the markets. And, yes. well, and you've got the place to yourself at the entertainment oh, quarter. It's on until idea. 3 p.m. Plus, just by rocking up, you could win tickets to the Nitro World Games event in Brisbane this October. Flights and a coming See, that's someone who knows their job. Yes. Yeah, Richard will go. Look, Richard's excited I'm... about this because it's free. <laughs> Value for money. <laughs> it's very important. Parramatta were great last night, weren't they? Oh, they were. They just, they were in another level altogether. I mean, Canberra weren't in it from the jump. As as the gates opened, they stood there, you know. The Eels were, you know, they had 60% of possession. Uh, Moses was in doubt for most of the week, but he just came out and he was sublime. Like, he was the difference last night. One dribble, three, five, three. Now, Parramatta fans, we took you last week when you were just... Down on the world, down down in the dumps. Give us a call, one triple three five three. Can you go up to Townsville and beat the Cowboys? They haven't won in Townsville since two thousand and seventeen, so it's a going to be a huge job for them. I don't think they've had a team this good since two thousand and seventeen. Though it's just a great team when they're on. They can be really cold and then really hot. They're infuriating. They be yeah. they're, they're exhilarating and they're infuriating. If they played like they did last night, do you think they would have beaten the Panthers? Like if they played like that last Can week? Say, they were down 8-7 yeah. or up 8-7 when Moses – or might have been 13-8 when Moses was hurt. And so that was game on. That, that score, it didn't flatter Penrith because they were great. But I thought the Moses injury last week just – it poured a lot of pressure on Parramatta. The, mm. You know, Brad Arthur's 22% record, which are facts, but – what, I thought about, it was a little unfair given the circumstances of what happened on Friday. What about the leaked report? That that that, that was Richard. What someone, timing? That's terrible. Someone has had it in at Parramatta for Brad Arthur for a long time. How many times have you heard people in radio, prominent people in radio, say he's lost the dressing room, Brad Arthur, and journalists write stories? Someone within this is not being made up. Someone within the club is leaking stuff. And then there was that document that James Hooper uh, had yesterday on the Fox Sports website, which was a real document. It's not as if he made it up. He got a photo of it saying that there's concerns about nepotism within the club. Well, he was clearly frustrated because in his press conference after the game, he, you know, he didn't really hold back. There was so much talk this week, pressure, leaked stories. How did that affect the group with all the talk about week two of the finals as well? I reckon we showed how it affect the group. If someone's got an agenda and they're not going to break us. Do you feel like there is some kind of agenda? Yeah, well, there's some personal interest. And, um, yeah, so whoever's got the, you know, the agenda, you're not going to break, you're not going to break this group. You work, you we've worked too hard. Look, you know what? We didn't even address it. We didn't talk about it because it's it's something that we can't control and it's rubbish. Um, and you know the boys just want to go and have a bit of fun and play for each other, and that's what they're doing. The worrying part about that is if there is someone in there, and I've no doubt that what he says is right and what you say is right, Dan. There is someone in there. That person is prepared to risk the entire success right. of the club. That's right. To to bring down Brad Arthur, that person has got to be. Exposed and exited. Surely, Brad. I wish someone asked. Like, maybe they didn't. I missed it. Someone asked, Brad. Do you know who it is? He and knows who it course, is. He has to know. He who knows it is. who it is. So, how sure. are you going to weed that person out of the club? What what level are they at the club? It, well, it's got to be someone within the club. It's been going on for too long to be an outsider. I, I think this is a major escalation, though. There may be ha- something has to be done now. Mm. This is a major escalation. Uh, have we got some calls? Yes, we do. James, one triple three five three has called us. Good morning, James. 
Hey, guys, how you doing? Oh, you sound much happier than our Parramatta fans last week. Oh, no, I'm a long-suffering Parramatta supporter, just leaving, um, leaving Sydney, actually going home. That game last night was unbelievable. That... I, I dr- drove down, woke up after night shift, and, um, yeah, it was just phenomenal. Glad. Shame I couldn't stay down to watch the rest of them. Where'd you drive down from? Newcastle. I woke up the valley in the mines and woke up and I said to my wife, let's go, let's go. We'll get we'll get some tickets somehow and yeah, got in there. That's commitment. Just... And what's That's exciting good. for Parramatta fans is they've actually lost at that stage four of the past five years. So mm. um, it's exciting. And that place, he's right, James. I mean, we banged on last week. You were there, Candice, about um, Allianz. And that was astonishing, that atmosphere. But it's just as good at Combank. When it's full, it has an influence. Canberra. Jeez. You know, I don't know. They, they they can't lick the size of the wounds that they got last <laughs> night. It's a good year for them. That, that, look, that's great that they got there, but a couple of couple of players. I don't want to name the kid, but he got exposed last night. Oh, Xavier Savage. Xavier Savage. He did have a great what, moment. What though. about his try uh, that, though? His, his, his try. His try says why he's in the team. He's got brilliant speed and he can step and he's got some skills. But in defence, it's just. It was. I was shut your eyes every time it went his oh, way. Well, I think the whole the the whole Raiders struggled with d- defense, but it was around those edges which they were exposed. Kylie, very quickly, one triple three five three Eels fan. Yep, sure am. Go the mighty Eels. <laughs> <All right. laughs> now, would, are you confident they can go up to Townsville? Because that I'm... place in Townsville is going to be reversed to what last night was in terms of atmosphere. Hey, you've got to be confident for the Eels. We can go all the way. So, yep, for sure, we can do it. So, right. yeah. Thank you, Kylie. What I liked no afterwards, Arthur was just really um, already focusing on that game in Townsville. He said, we're just going to go up, get the job done, and then, then come back. So it wasn't like we're going any fanfare this week. It was all about just eyes on the prize. And you know what? That's a, that's one of the sad things about professional sport. At, you've experienced it, and I've experienced it in professional sport, and Dan – You've I've watched seen, it. You've seen us experience <laughs> it, is that you can never really enjoy the moment. You're always straight on to the next But they haven't done anything yet. Thing. They haven't, well, like, enjoy the grand final if you win it or enjoy the grand final week, but they're not there yet. Yeah, so, they're not there yet. I know that. And it's the same with horse trainers. You win a big race and you're immediately thinking, you might have a runner in the next race. Yeah. So you, you're immediately onto it. And cricketers, you know, oh, yeah, we've won a, a test match. They should be, uh, you know, celebrating. Enjoy a series. I think with cricket, you don't necessarily need to enjoy every game. If they get done next week, okay. it's a par <laughs> season, isn't it? It's prelim final is about where that team should be. If they win next week, then it's a massive season. Obviously, anything can happen. That's a good way to look at it. In a grand final. All right, Triple M, Dead Set Legends. Uh, we're going to hear from Mitch Moses. Oh, Paramount is not doing media this weekend, by the way, which is very rare. They're the best in the business, but I think this whole leak stuff and they've just gone, right, we're talking to nobody. But Mitch Moses said some interesting things last night. We'll bring that back. But after this, oh, the Wallabies. Triple M, Dead Set Legends. The cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Our first caller was at James, the man that drove from Newcastle. Mate, we're giving you a $100 Windsor RSL voucher next time you drive down to Sydney Hang so on. you can enjoy wings, burgers, beers at uh, Easy Lane Kitchen and Beer Garden at the all new Windsor RSL. He pulled a night shift before he did that. That's why he deserves a hundred dollar voucher. Indeed he does. Do you think any Parramatta fan, by the way, is going to drive to Townsville? That's a no. Long, that is a James long drive. might. It's a long drive. He can stay away. Like Brisbane, 
or even sunny coast, you that's a, th- tell you what, here's a dare, James. Drive to Townsville. No, don't because no. something bad will happen and it'll be your fault. Triple M. <laughs> We've been there for it all. Four and twenty. Australia's original fan food. Now the dead You can't encourage the week. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. What on earth? I think he's called. Come on. Holy for not taking the ball back. What's going on? So, you all know what's happened here. The French referee <laughs> may be getting payback for Macron. I don't know. But uh, delay of game, which every rugby person, Rich and Candice, seems to have said, I've never seen this before. <laughs> this, this is a game that has 40 minutes of action in 80 minutes. And was the player right? The cock was off. You're not wasting time. Yeah, but his teammates were foley, were saying, go, kick, kick it, kick mm. it. So they were obviously a little worried this could happen. Yeah, but... If the clock's off, you're not wasting time. Why didn't he just kick it, um, kick it into touch and get the ball out of the red zone? I don't understand why he was doing what he was doing. Because I think he never thought for a moment anything could happen. Now, I can explain this, I think. Mm. French referee, mm. right? not known for their temperament. Right? <laughs> oh, jeez. And jeez. he's gone through the match. He made a few dodgy calls, pedantic calls, but all rugby refs do that. But then he's got to the, the end of the game, to this massive crescendo. The Wallabies have come back and got to the front again. And his little head has boiled. And he's made this incredible decision that no one has seen in their lifetime in rugby. And he's plucked it out. And it's ended in disaster for the Wallabies. It could only happen with a French referee. I do feel sorry for Bernard Foley. He hasn't played since 2019. He was pretty good throughout the whole game. Kick six from six. Mm. Uh, he, he was good, but that moment, wow. You're saying the French referees are the problem. They're all problems. Every referee in rugby seems to want to be the star of the game. Every referee in it's major rugby. 24 penalties in that game. Yeah. Oh, how in it's And it was an entertaining match. I know. But it took 133 minutes, apparently, for 80 minutes of action. The, the, the book of laws in rugby is a tome. It's huge. No one, no one person could read it. Do you think, I, let alone a player? I bought, honestly, sorry, Candace. So they triple in about ten years ago. Signed to do a Super Rugby final, right? And they said, Dan, do you want to call it? Because I was doing the Monday Night Football. It's great. Queensland Reds versus Canterbury Crusaders. I said, How the hell am I going to call rugby? I was in Queensland for Origin, and I went to the Dimmicks and bought rugby for dummies. Thought I've got to learn the rules here. You're going to. It was the size of an encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> I, I stopped reading and I said, I, I can't. It's just too much. Remember the old phone book? Yeah. Yes. That's what it's like. They struggle for viewers as it is rugby. Do you think now the casual watcher that would turn on because it's the Bledisloe Cup on a Thursday night will now switch off and not go back Best on? thing to happen to rugby in years in this yeah, country. I agree with him. Best thing to happen. Yep. Now we're victims. Uh, it was headline news for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Now there's a story. There's a narrative to use that awful word. One triple three five three. If you want to play Candace's quiz, get in now. One triple three five three. Bingley. What are the rules this week? Up for grabs. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. 
Ladies and gentlemen, they say knowledge is power. Well, plug me in and power me up. It's time on Triple M's Dead Set Legends 4, Candace's Quiz! <laughs> All thanks to the great service, great brands, great value, now available in store and online at Bing Lee. Better living every day. Even the unflappable just, Owen didn't want to trigger the no, thing to get Just it plug me in and power me up until my hair's on fire. Right. Put, just put me out of my All misery. Right, Candace. All right, today we have Glenn from Oatley. Thanks for joining us, Glenn. Hey, young Candice. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Hello, Glenn. All right, so you'll How be you, up mate? against good. Dan today. Dan. Uh, now, just... By the way, can I actually do your job here, Candice, please? Great service, great brands, great value, now available in store and online at Bingley. Better living every day. Thank you, Dan. So, um, just like last week, if you don't win, Glenn, which I think you will, the money will then... Um, I think you will. We'll move, move on to the next week. I thought we agreed not to rig it anymore, Candice. All right. Dan, yes. Dan, you're first. Sorry. Roger Federer announced his retirement from tennis this week. Yes. How many weeks in total was he ranked at number one no, for? That's, no, piss off, Candice. <laughs> that is rubbish. No, it's not. Well, I'm supposed to get that. Well, you know 467. Is no. it higher or lower than that? It's lower. Three thirty-one. No, but very close. You're wrong. Three hundred and ten. Oh, go away. No. Go away. All right, Glenn. <laughs> Is Glenn going to get yep. a question just as hard? Yeah. Who were the top four teams on the NRL ladder <laughs> in two thousand and twenty-one? Oh, uh, twenty-one. All right, last year. Twenty-one. Yeah, uh, Penrith. Yes. yes. Melbourne. Yes. Um. Uh, Tennis, Melbourne. Quickly. Oh. Parramatta. No. Rabbitohs and Sea Eagles. See, what can you give me that question? Okay. Zero and zero. You watch. This Dan, is who still, is currently top of the English Premier League? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, Thank you. Because I should know it. That is actually a fair <laughs> question. But do I know? Owen, can you help me? No. Can you just guess? Um, Man City. No. Arsenal. Really? The yes, Gunners? Yes. All right, okay. All right. So See, you're, it's, you're enjoying this it's now. It's footy aren't you? finals. I, I, I can't be paying attention to the Premier League. Wait for it. Okay. There'll only be one easy question. This is going to end up at like and, a nil all draw penalty. And shoot. the caller will get it. <laughs> yes. Okay, Glenn. Glenn. Who scored yep. the winning try for the All Blacks against the Wallabies on Thursday night? Oh, this is going to be a nil all draw. Yeah, it will be. Uh, no, it won't. I, I wouldn't even know. Uh, well. Roger two of us a ship. Geordie Barrett. Geordie Barrett. Okay. By the way, how old is Sam Whitelock? I agree. He's about 50. (laughs) He's been around forever. Anyway. All right, Dan, your last question. Mm. Which AFL team have played in the most grand finals? Oh. Let's let's talk this through, Richard. Don't give me the answer. Collingwood would be my guess because they've lost a hell of a lot. Um... Essendon, probably not. Hawthorne, no. I'm going to go Collingwood. You're correct. Yeah! Collingwood have played in 44 grand finals, winning only 15 of them. You didn't help me, Richard. You did nothing. <laughs> you did nothing. All right, Glenn, you need... I asked for your help, and you did nothing. <laughs> Glenn, you need to answer this question correctly uh, okay, to be even on. with Dan. Okay, who scored the first try in the Eels-Raiders game last night? First try, um, Wanga Blake. No, no. it was a second try. Oh, 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 I'm oh, so sorry, Glenn. You've made sad you've history. Made history. The yeah. first to lose. Congratulations, the Glenn. 
give Glenn something. You're going to give him something anyway. Why don't you just give him your hard yakka clothes that they gave you? You're not (laughs) wearing that flannel shirt. Glenn does not want my hard yakka. Glenn, I'm sorry, but um, that's a $200 Bingley voucher next week. It jackpots to $200. Dan, you're, you're pumped because, for this quiz. Because you now the it. quiz is actually entertaining. Oh. Triple M, Dead Set Legend, sports update next. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends sports update. Now, Jude Bolton's going to join us after 11 talking Swans Collingwood, but Geelong, my goodness, they were... Fantastic against the Brisbane Lions last night. If Parramatta's game was no contest, this was even uh, wider. This margin, relatively speaking, one twenty to forty nine. Richard, this was over from the start. Uh, so Geelong first team through to the AFL Grand Final. It's just like peak hour, you know, where they close off lanes. Like the Brisbane were like one lane, like the bridge, <laughs> and the other like seven lanes going the Geelong How way. How good was Tom Hawkins? I actually watched. I was flicking over because I actually thought the NRL. He's very good. Yeah, I actually thought the NRL game was a little bit boring, so I flicked over quite often. And every time I was was watching the AFL, he had the ball in his hand, and yeah. he was he was very good. He gets the yips in front of goal occasionally, where he just you know he, he did it last night early. He had the mm. yips. He, he was lying up thirty meters in dead in front. And kicked a point. Didn't he kick a big goal in a grand final? No, he'll do that in the That's same right, game. Like he had a big grand final. That no. sort of that ended all that talk yeah. that he was a choker. Anyway, it's going if the Swans make it through, uh, that's a tough assignment. Just one more tournament for Roger. With his retirement, he will finish with twenty slams, which is one behind uh, Djokovic. And Djokovic, you'd think, has got more to win, and two behind Rafael Nadal. So realistically, he can't be remembered as the greatest ever. So how will how will history judge Roger Federer? Well, I think it's – when I think of Roger Federer, I, I think of this absolute icon, role model. Um, he, he never put a foot wrong. His grace and elegance on and off the court was just something that no one can match. Well, there's a lot – there's been a few in the past. I would say Pete Sampras is in that that mould. He was an absolute – he never put a foot wrong, Pete Sampras, mm. as far as I can remember. Yeah, but he was boring. Where Roger yeah. had some level of charisma. Well, that's true, and you can get all those uh, those Swede Swedish players. They they were properly boring. Yes, the thing, I, the thing oh, I loved yes. about Matt Roger Villander. as well is that Bjornberg, because of his technique, he made everything look so easy. But he was a real fighter at the same time. Like, but we just didn't think of him as a fighter because he just was so effortless. With was, that he was so graceful and, too. Yeah, he's a graceful. What player. about this? For how will history remember him? Sports last gentleman. Yeah, I agree. But then there'll be another gentleman. And then there was the 2006 uh, Australian Open when, you know, he just burst out into tears and it just sort of humanised him. I, yes. Yeah, I love All him. the women went, yeah, but then oh, he, but then he was crying lovely? after every slam. Remember when he was world number one and he <laughs> yeah. burst come, come on, Roger, you knew you were going to win. And then when Rod Laver gave him the trophy, cried again. Yeah. yeah. No, that was the one he lost, remember? Yes, and that's right. And he thought right. he let Rod down. Why do people cry when they're happy? Now, it was quite the week for someone who, quite frankly, 99% of sports fans couldn't pick out of a lineup. that being the NRLW player. Player, Caitlin Moran, who is serving a one-week ban, plus she copped a suspended fine for calling the Queen uh, a dumb dog in a social media post. I don't know why people couldn't repeat that, like it was in an offensive post, but they didn't actually. She called her a dumb dog, okay, which is not particularly Pretty offensive. nice. Um, now this has some up in arms, though, like the RLPA. They claim totally disproportionate to other penalties dished out of late. 
Big deal. So what? It's totally offensive and unnecessary. Why would you even say it? If you, th- you could think it, say it to your friends. Why would you publish it? So is, is it? Moron. So she was penalised 25% of her salary. Is that correct? Well, I think that part was suspended. Okay. So don't call the coin a dumb dog again. Yes. But she definitely was suspended for one week. But what if she had actually a well thought out? Post. If she, if, you, if she said, "Look, I, uh, um, you know, people are sad for the Queen, but I'm not because of the imperious, you know, culture that you know the the the, the could, monarchy you, has." You could led say over that. In a, then you can't you can't punish it in a thousand different ways. You could say, you know, I have a different attitude to this, and people say, "Well, I don't agree with you, and I think it's distasteful," but they're not up in arms. But if you call someone's, you know, the Queen, Queen of our country, seventy years. Impeccable service. You call them a dumb dog. I publicly. agree with you. It's just too much. It's not the right look, and I, I think for anyone, the women's rugby league wouldn't have been happy about that. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. All right, Richard's tip coming up here on the Dead Set Legends. Richard spruiking in the song that he tipped a winner during the week, and of course, didn't tell Candace or myself. No, I didn't tip it. I just backed it. Yeah, Very self- but that's really selfish no, but that's that you wouldn't share it with us. That's because if I tell you, Candice, you'll tell your brother-in-law, you'll tell Dave, yeah, you'll Candace. tell everybody. So right? what? And pretty soon my price will be halved. Yeah, but I want to help all my friends out. Is there yeah, something see, wrong with that? All right. You're not a racing so Are you saying what you're tipping on Dead Set Legends aren't your real tips? Because no, you, no. you don't want to ruin <laughs> the market. Are, these are real tips. Okay. Just, well, just all of the tips. real tips. All right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Look, I, I could have tipped Animo and the George Main, you know, be dollar seventy-five or something. Well, I'm going to go a bit wider here. I got a couple of runners in the last race at Newcastle this afternoon. Race eight at Newcastle, um, number two Illusionist and number five IPO. Now, I think they 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 could run one two, mm. but they're definitely if you go number two Illusionist, which I train, number Ooh. four Cross the Rubicon, which Brad Widdop trains, and number five IPO, which I train. Two of those three will finish in the placing. So just then throw in another ruffie and take a trifecta around those, and you could get a nice dollar. Just give me a tip, Richard. No, no, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, for right? God's sake. Two, four, and sit, two, four, and five at Newcastle and throw another one in for a trifecta. Oh, have them all. Have <laughs> them all. Have the field. Punting four, four runners, Dan. Is too much for you? Yes. Really? I just want, can you You've got me? five fingers. You can count. Dead set legends. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane and racing royalty, Richard Friedman. Join Iron Woman, Candice Warner. Welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. That was a big hour and even bigger one coming up. Jude Bolton is coming back to Saturday morning. He's going to be here in a minute uh, in the studio to talk Swans Collingwood. Uh, also, we're talking about, oh, geez, the Warren family are not happy about that show that's being made about him. Richard has got, uh, let me tell you, it's a good list. It's a good grievance today, and you're all going to agree with it. You're all going to agree with it. Triple M Dead Set Legends, Jude Bolton next. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M Dead Set Legends, this is a very special guest that we've asked to come in on a Saturday morning. I mean, he's just everywhere here at the station, <laughs> dominating the drive. In um, demand. He's doing, I guess, doing seven on the boundary. You know what? I love this show. You, well, know, you know that. I love this <laughs> show. I understand. This used we to be too. your show. <laughs> used to well, be. It, the... ste- it stepped up from when we were there. I mean, we were knocking around with Dell and that sort of stuff. You guys, <laughs> look, it's, it's all right, mate. Have you got shorter? 
Uh, or have I got taller? No, no, no. That's, uh, that is no always the way. second question. Un- <laughs> underwhelmingly short. I get a lot of people come up and go, gee, uh, you're not that tall, are you? So, <laughs> he's uh, just a guest of ours, Richard. I know, he's a mate. He's come into our little house. <laughs> you can't be nice to your mates. Otherwise, they'll Don't suspect something wrong. That. Yeah. Jude Bolton, welcome. Yes. Mate, great to be here. Great to be I'm here. I'm just glad that you're copying it for a change instead of me. <laughs> You do copy. I copy big time. For Stand by. Oh, you <laughs> give it back to Candace. Yes, don't but... whinge because we've got a guest coming in. And the first thing you do is whinge. Uh, we're going to win today, aren't we? The Swans four thirty here on Triple M. Four forty-five bounce. Come, come on. We've got Collingwood, haven't we? Oh, it's going to be so tight, Dan. I think this is going to be fascinating this afternoon's prelim. I'm super excited. I mean, they played each other in round twenty-two. And the Swans brought a suffocating, unrelenting pressure, which is what you need in finals footy. Can they can they marry that up again and do it again? We'll wait and see. But it's it's going to be on for the young and old. They almost played the same game against Melbourne, didn't they? That suffocating pressure exactly. defence game. And that was on a bigger, a bigger, wider ground in the MCG. And Melbourne just felt like they were playing in a shoebox. Yeah, and that's how, what you want to play. How do you defeat that, though? As You put yourself in a Collingwood jersey. How do you defeat that? Okay, so first and foremost, if, if they bring that pressure, I think the Swans win. and right. that. But it's just, can you sustain it for four quarters? And that's where previous... Uh, uh, months of this season, the Sydney have fluctuated, but they're now in this ripping form of eight weeks in a row. Does the week off help them with that? Does it does it put a bit of freshness back in their legs? I think it does. It it, it is such a a, um, a brutal style of game to back up week in week week out week in week out. So I think that having a having a break will have uh, helped the Swans. But to to try and contend it from a Collingwood aspect, you really need to link up with your hands and try and break that inner circle because they, they come in swarms and around you. So if you can get it to the outside a little bit, then you've got a little bit of space to run and just uh, carry through the middle, which they've cut sides up. And also turn it back on them. So they need to press press uh, Sydney as well. And it's an unchanged lineup, which is really good. But Jude, what stands out to me is the two distinct lead-ups. Collingwood have thousands at their their training sessions. Sydney, they finish their training session. They walk down Anzac Parade, you know, and, and they get to live their life. So that's the real difference to me. I've always said that to play your footy in uh, in terms of AFL sense, being in Sydney is mm. the perfect place to play your sport. Just like just like being a storm player Absolutely. in Melbourne, you, you you get that level of notoriety, Candice, without the hassle or worry. Like it's it's perfect. So, uh, yeah, they have had the benefit of that, and also I think some of the guys just. They're really excited just to be playing finals footy. They they got bundled out last year by the Giants, and now they get a chance to to take them Why is this Sydney side good? Um, it, Swans yeah, are always good. No. Which, which no, but what 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 is the specific quality of this particular Swan squad? Okay, so I've I've been in Sydney uh, involved, I guess, with the Swans since about '99, I think, and. Uh, I think this is the best kicking side I've mm. seen in red and white in my time, which, you know, there's been some really skillful sides, but but there have been a couple of players in that side throughout, whereas these, these young guys, they just pull the trigger, and that opens up the game. In a, in, a, in a defensive sort of mindset of game, you can just open sides up, and they cut them in pieces. All right, listen, that's enough. That is enough tactical, serious <laughs> conversation yeah, for this on chat that. on a Saturday morning. Let's take a song. We'll come back. And let's take the piss out of this bloke. That's what we brought in here. It's the Dead Set Legends on a Saturday morning here, Triple M. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. This is one of the great Sydney sporting days. So sell out at the cricket ground, 
and that it's a 445, which, oh, Richard and Candace, that is one of the great sip on a beer afternoon it's a party sun. hour. <laughs> oh, you get, you get a bit God. of sun coming in there. Oh, just that late sun. <laughs> and then next you, door. I wonder how many of your listeners are doing the races today, then <sighs> the footy, then, then Alliance. Yeah. I'm trying to Who's keep things responsible. <laughs> but one of the great sporting days. Uh, you're doing it for seven today, are you, Jude Bolton? On the boundary, which would be a lot oh, of fun. Get to so interview uh, John Longmire as they run out and a few things. So, uh, um, yeah, it's a massive day. You know, there's a bus that left at 5 a.m. this morning. That Collingwood, it was a $200. Collingwood, you get on at 5 a.m. They're on their way up here now, and then after the game, heading back to Melbourne at 11 p.m. I mean, with Collingwood fans, you imagine would the reek. smell? Yes, oh, it would imagine stink. the smell on that yeah. bus. Collingwood fans, like, you know, they, they've got this. They've got more fingers than teeth. Yeah, <laughs> you know who they, would have the most feral? So. Uh, Collingwood. Collingwood. No, hang on. Hands down. Kevin Sheedy once no said Port contest. Adelaide. Ha, or oh, Adelaide, yeah, one pretty, of those, has the pretty, most no, ferals per capita. So my folks drove over to, when we played over in Port Adelaide, they yeah. drove over in there and they turned up at the game and someone saw the number plate and just went bang and just almost started rocking the car. Like it was like, yeah. just didn't want to nice. see them. Just interstate. Nice. No, they just, yeah, I yeah, didn't, I didn't they're, really They're a different like breed there. Yeah. What the Swans are about to do today Hasn't been done in 26 years, a prelim at the SCG. It's the one bloody thing you didn't get to do. Because yeah. there's no sound like the SCG when it is rocking. That The noise they made when Plugger kicked that point, I've, that's the loudest that was that I've ever heard. I, I, no, I, no, that was at the cricket ground in 96. Was. Right. I watched that on TV as a kid, but the one I remember was the semi-final when Nick Davis oh, kicked oh, the four I goals. see it, but I don't believe it. And mm. that that was deafening, the electricity of the ground. I was there too. It was one of the yeah. great yeah. nights. That and Nick night. retweets it once a week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and why would you? Why would you? enjoying Drive? I love it. Yeah, it's good fun. We always have a bit of a knock around on drive with the lads and yeah, it's good fun. Do weeks like this, do you get the pangs of, oh, I wish I was a, still a player and all that sort of stuff? Oh, you, you, these are the big games where you'd love to be out there, but I'm a realist, Rich. I, <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 I would laugh. I'm not suggesting like, you Two would. minutes. Um, but it, yeah, no, it's just, these are the ones. Like, I, I was lucky enough to play in five prelims. Um, What's it like the, as you run out onto the ground in front of a full house at that level in Sydney? Oh, it, there's just, there's an energy that you run out. And I think there's excitement of the build-up. I think Candace touched on it before. It's just that, you know, there's there's not not too much, too much fanfare around Swans training or games and things like that normally. Mm. But finals, there was. And there was a bit more you know, media and interest and this. But then the ground is just. You have to control buzz. that. You have. You to, have. You, yeah, you do. So you right. try and get out a little bit earlier on the ground, soak it all in, take it all in, and then you just make the footy the focus. All right. Why did the horse say, look out for Buddy this week? Why would he be saying that? So uh, so Stephen May, uh, one of the premier defenders, played on him um, uh, when they played Melbourne and just took him out of the game. He held him goldless, but you don't hold champions down for too long. Yeah, and I just, he's, a, said, he's a better proposition on the SCG than he's Sorry to interrupt. Else. You've said Richard on this show every week, he's a decoy now. Well, is that's, it, that's what I'm that thinking. Right? Oh, no, like not so much a decoy. I think he's realized that he just has to be that cameo player and have an influence here. So and you don't there. know he as much to... about AFL as you well, think does, he did. Am I right in saying say he, he takes wrong. the extra defender with he him? He has to take the good quality. And then it leaves a one on one contest for yeah. someone else. Yeah. And, he, yeah. and he's beautiful field kick. So it doesn't matter <laughs> if he's up the ground. It's okay. But mm. like he, he'd want to, he'd want to come back and have a couple of goals. I'm, I'm giving him a couple of eight. Now, it's done for Buddy, though, isn't it? Look, I, what a perfect stage. Either he exits the Swans at the SCG or on grand final day. 
It can't get better than this. Well, it can get worse. You could exit on but, grand final day as a loser. But I would have thought their, their premiership window was actually opening up next year. So, one so more I reckon year? they've accelerated. So One well, more year? You know, these these are... These are pride in there. You know, all these mates at Hawthorne have sometimes got four of the four premierships. So this, you know, if he takes one down this year, there's three. Does he go, oh, maybe not. But, well, there's plenty okay. to play What would out. be more important, a premiership or the dollars? Oh, premierships are the ones. Premierships, absolutely. He's uh, He's been on pretty good wedge over the time. How good, <laughs> how good is Candace's nephew, Chad? Chad. Oh, oh. Here you go again. He's, uh, oh, he's pretty good, isn't he? You he's were claiming no. him until he put his... Doodle oh, on, on, no, on, on, on no, social media. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're okay to be no, uh, his I've, cousin. I've <laughs> never said I am related to him ever. This is a myth that please, you guys make up. Please, hey, he's a he's a good young kid. He's the real deal. Oh no, like he's um he's explosive player. Yeah, and um, the fact that he's had such a consistent year has been really surprising. Jude, I didn't like your lack of tip when we said Sydney certainties. That makes me a little worried. That makes me a little worried that maybe Collingwood's going to come up here and pinch it. Yeah, oh, that's, it's possible. That's every chance. Oh, that's what. That's geez. why prelim finals are just so nerve wracking. There's right. everything on the line. You're so close to that big moment of a grand final, and it just gets pulled like from that, underneath. Rich. But also on paper, like they're a lot closer on paper than everyone's. So the goalie didn't yep. play. The goalie didn't play last time. Jack Ginnivan, who's exactly. their gun uh, inside uh, inside forward fifty, he he went off uh, with a hamstring last time. So Collingwood massive played, game. Right. And Collingwood Enjoy played here round twenty two. It was almost a sellout. Then they've been here. It's, it's going to be closer than we think. All right, there, we, Jude. Thank you very much for joining us. It's Back a pleasure to, see, to have Jude. you back on Good a Saturday luck. morning. Yeah, this morning uh, Triple M Sports Update coming up on the other side of this. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. Don't forget Massive Day Sydney Sport and Saturday Scrum coming up at midday and then uh, Swans Collingwood 4.30 straight to Allianz after that for Cronulla and South Sydney. Let's do this. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. And the Sunday NRL show here on Triple M continues, even though there's no more Sunday footy, so Dobbo and his team keep going uh, to Grand Final Day. Now, the Warren family still not happy about this fictional drama being made about him. Now, Channel 9 are very excited this week. They did something called the Upfronts. This is an industry just, you know, Upfronts? Uh, but nine do it, seven do it. It's an American thing. What, what's an upfront? Well, they promote all their shows and stuff to oh, advertisers, okay. right? right? But any, anyway, every network does it. Daughter Brooke was quite offended, Candace. She said it's beyond disrespectful, this drama, and the idea was hatched just three days after his death. Yeah, it's pretty – I agree with her. It's definitely disrespectful for them to, uh, from all reports, not even speak to the family about, about this. Um, the family obviously against it. If I was Channel 9, I believe it's too early for this, and I don't think Australia's ready for it either. Yes, I agree with all of that, but that's going to happen, isn't it? When you're a public figure, there's lots of these biographies that are done, that are unauthorised, that are written by, you know, I don't know, I mean, unknown. would you watch it? Oh, yeah. Look, you know, that's the pro- that's the problem with it. Mm. It'd be like a, like a car crash. You don't want to look, but you can't look away, and... Yeah, I probably will watch it. I, she, uh, Brooke makes a very good point. They did announce this right after his they death. Did. Which, no, that was bad. They didn't have to do that. Nah. They could have announced. They could have announced it at this thing, at this industry thing this week, and it wouldn't have seemed anywhere near as insensitive. Uh, but your uh, their argument, the, the Warn family is, hang on, Warn Warnie did so much for you, and they That's did right. a lot for Warnie as well. Let's be honest, it was a, it was a two way 
street, but but now in death they're taking advantage of him. That's that's the the, the Warren family argument anyway. That has become normalised in today's society. I'd like to know what Channel Nine thinks of this and and why they want to go. Obviously ratings, but. It's a business. It's it's not it's not respectful, and if no. the family don't want it, I think the public don't want it. So why do it now? No, oh, it never stops them. I don't know. The never stops fictionalized um, biography seems to be very popular. Like yeah. there's an Olivia Newton-John one coming now. She's not scandalous like Warney, but that's gonna you know th- that'll we, be along the same line. If she was, you'd be getting. We it. also know so much about his life. It was made so public, and I mean. Warney didn't actually try to conceal a lot of it. Either. No, but you've, you've got to show some respect to his kids. Of I course. mean, they don't they don't want to see it. They don't. I mean, they're they're, far, they're, they're still grieving. It was his birthday um, only a few days ago. They don't need this. Uh, Greg Norman says he no longer wants to negotiate a peace deal with Liv and the USPGA. He says Liv is working. I've never seen one. Never watched. No, you got to watch it. It's garbage television. Is but, it? But they're great golfers. But it's just it's it's. It's, it's an exhibition event. Do you know what? I'll, I'll tip this. I'll tip they're great golfers now. Within a year, none of them will be great golfers. I don't believe that. No, I, don't, I don't believe think it so. either. You watch when they're not in rock-solid competition week after week, how that affects them. Mm. Uh, it's very gimmicky. You you should watch it. It actually is interesting to watch because the graphics are all different and it's, it's shotgun, so they all start at the same time. Do you think it will just stay online or do you think a, a network will, will pick it up? Yeah, this is the key, Candice. They can't get a television deal. Now, the live people will tell you quietly, um, oh, well, networks don't want to touch it because of the Saudi, but we're six months into this thing and still no network wants a piece of it. Can I ask you a question, Candice? And you can decline to answer if you like. Okay, I'm scared, Uh-oh. Rich. Uh-oh. Do, do you think if Dave, mm-hmm. your husband Dave, played exhibition matches for about half the year, that he would be as good a cricketer as he is playing yes. rocks? Yes. You really do? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Richard, he be- does. It's called because, 2020. Because do you know what? It, it's it's all about workload as well. Mm-hmm. And if, if someone is happy in their life and their, and their family life and there's too much cricket, in my opinion, that I think he would be better suited if he wasn't playing as much. Now, I, I, I question it. I okay. question it. No, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just question it. Now, I know, Candice, you are very excited. Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua look oh, like they're finally yes. getting it together. It's a bit late. The Gypsy King. Um, uh, I gather this will be at Wembley, December 3. Uh, but Anthony Joshua is not the fighter he was. No, I, I but know it, it's good that they're going to get together. Yeah, but it's I'm I'm really excited for this one. We, you know, and also Fury said he would never fight him, and but this is this is one of those ones that I lick my lips for. Uh, I think it's going to be epic. <laughs> listening to anything boxers say, really, I love I love Tyson Fury. Now, I think they just, they just talk rubbish. Candice, massive boxing fan, she paid for the gallon fight the other night. Forgot it was on. No, but you know what happened? Because we don't have a Foxtel <laughs> box at home. We you only, don't have a Foxtel. No, box. we only use it because we've got a smart TV. We only use the app. Right. You know that you can't get main event just using the app. You have to have the Foxtel box. So I bought it and didn't get to watch it. <laughs> oh, that's bad luck. I wouldn't have known that either. No, I, I called did, did up. Did anyone Foxtel. here know that? Did you know that? You can't get main event unless you use unless you have the box. So don't this seems anyone. Very unfair. It, it is very unfair. I'll put it on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Triple M, this is the, is my microphone gone?
Well, I think this it is. is the dead there city. It is. There it is. <laughs> Owens turned me down. I mean, now I'm being edited by a panel <laughs> operator. Triple hey, M Dead Set. Join the club. Oh, shut up. Triple M Dead Set <laughs> Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. And one of his uh, many things is the Rusty's Garage podcast, which you can get for free on the listener app. Good morning, Rusty. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, this time last week you were at Pukekohe, and look, he wins every week, but Shane Van Gisberg, and this week, uh, the, the win in uh, New Zealand well, was very much a fairy tale. It was, and you know what, the weekend, Dan, probably started with the enormity of the occasion, maybe weighing a little bit on his shoulders, but he bounced back on Sunday uh, in a kind of fairy tale way, winning that uh, that final race. There was some good elbows out action hmm. in the process and the celebrations afterwards, uh, very, very memorable. Um, it's a place that the sport will, will definitely miss, uh, but what a way to close that chapter. Very cool. I love the way in motor racing they refer to a smash as an incident. Right? So there was an incident. Hang on, you come from horse racing. There's many things that you people smooth over. Go on, ask your question. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> they smash their car into each other, Mark Winterbottom and Will Brown. Is Brown's car fixable or not? It is. That's the that's the good news. So, and this kind of has knock on. Um, implications too, Richard, because the Erebus team are fielding a third car, a wild card entry for Bathurst for the, the Kiwi, Greg Murphy and, and Richie Stanaway. And there was some talk that if they couldn't fix Brown's car, they would need that. And then they'd be hurriedly trying to find a chassis that they could maybe get for Murph. Would that wild card happen? Uh, so all hands on deck at the Erebus team. Um, I'm actually at Sandown as I talk to you guys in Melbourne and Will Brown is racing here in the TCR series. So, um, you know, highest kind of profile, one of the highest profile incidents of the weekend, bit of tension around it. But the good news is his car will be fixed for Bathurst. They'll pull an all-nighter doing that, won't they? They just won't sleep oh, for 48 lots, hours. Lots of, lots of them. And there, yeah. there are some very good people behind the scenes in lots of those teams um, that they just driven by passion, Richard, to, mm. to do that stuff to make sure that they're there. Mm. Rusty and Aussie Willpower. I mean, what a great name for motor racing, seriously. <laughs> he wins his second IndyCar crown. He does. A very cool thing, Candice. He comes from uh, Toowoomba in Queensland. He's won the Indy 500 in recent years. Very special thing for an Aussie to achieve that. Second time he's won that title and he's done it for the great Roger Penske, who is a, an icon in automotive and, and motor racing. Um, and he kind of did it with this cooler, I guess, more measured approach this year. But, Candice, it was an ultra-competitive year. So to, to walk away on top, won the last round at uh, at Monterey there in California at the Laguna Seca track last weekend. Um, it's, it's, you know, won the title, I should say, at that, that venue. Um, very, very cool thing to achieve for him. Rusty, you just did something that's going on my grievance list. What's that? What you you, you oh, declared no. that Will Power was from Queensland. Do you realise... <laughs> That every Queenslander, oh, I'm from Queensland, oh, he's from Queensland, like it really matters. If they come from New South Wales, Victoria, or anywhere else, never gets mentioned. Never well, gets mentioned. He doesn't get a lot of coverage. He deserves more coverage. So I was just trying to help our audience understand where he comes from. He's, a, he's an Aussie, and he's doing great things on the international stage. I was about to say, it is actually a crime that he is not a bigger star in this country. Correct. Oh, honestly. Correct. What? But he's a Queenslander, Dan. 
That, well, that's that, your issue. That makes Richard. it all. Richard, Richard, okay. Richard, that is your issue. Don't, Rusty's our guest, <laughs> and you're treating him like dirt. I do. I never treat him like dirt. I love Rusty. All right, Rusty. Thank you very much. Bendix breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. We'll talk to you next week. Never offended, Richard. See you guys. See you. Know. Oh, that's, see you you're too nice, Rusty. You too, because he is offensive. So no, he is a nice man. <laughs> you are not. Well, you're a pig. <laughs> Triple M Dead Set Legend. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. All right, that's it. Done for another week. We'll be back. Uh, ne- oh, Maroon will be on next week. I'm in Townsville next week, Rich and Candice, oh, so there we go. After your luck. Uh, can't wait, actually. Beaching. Yeah, a bit of Kentucky. I don't think it's a beach. Kentucky? <laughs> well, I don't know what life you lead, Ken. Well, it's I'm going to call a football game, but um, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's beaches at Townsville. Yeah, it might be stinger season too, so be careful. And uh, here, let's do this. You know what this. annoys me? Mm. Real estate shows. I hate real estate shows. Whenever they come on the TV, I just turn them straight off. There's always some smarmy-looking bloke covered in fake tan oh, and you know, loud clothes, Richard. wandering around trying yes. to sell someone's dump of a house that you know you, you could you could walk in next door, the same house, you know, it's got nothing, and then they, they'll try and pour all this crap in there, and I, I don't know. I have seen one, but I never watch them again. It just drives me insane. They're boring. Everyone's sick of real estate. It's the only Thank thing you, people Rick, from yes. Sydney actually talk about at any party you go to. Oh, how much is your house worth? Where does your house? Well so they said, can figure Richard, out how much money you got. Said it. Why is Gavin Rubenstein popular? He's the he's the little one, yep. the gnome with the beard, who's worth fifty million, and. He's in the paper every second day. I actually don't like the Australian ones, but I really like watching the American real estate shows. Really? Yeah, I do. They're almost worse. Yeah, but it's a bit more junk, you know. It's rubbish, but I like rubbish. You buy magazines at the checkout? No, I <laughs> Come don't. On. I flick through them while I'm waiting for Come my shoe to check out, and then I put it back <laughs> in. Oh, that's oh, even you're worse. Thief. You're a thief. That's it. <laughs> Got to go. Enjoy the races. Enjoy the swans. Enjoy the uh, rugby league. Triple M. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner.